Welcome to the Chasing Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Megan, and I'm so excited that you're joining me today. Each episode is full of heartfelt and expansive content that will really help you expand your consciousness and grow as a person. I created this podcast because I wanted to share my own personal experiences on my spiritual journey, but I also wanted to meet others and have them share what they've been through and how they've gotten to where they are today. If you haven't done so already, it would really mean a lot to me if you could rate and review the podcast. This really helps the podcast grow and reach more people, but it also allows me to get more guests on the show. Now on to today's topic. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Chasing Spirituality, and I'm so excited to finally have this episode released. So I am talking to my best friend, Erica, today, and we're just really having a authentic, raw conversation. And what's so beautiful about this is it's a true spiritual conversation. You know, like it's not an interview. I'm not trying to... Um, introduce her to you guys, although at some point that might be something that we go a little bit more into. It's just a conversation about about spiritual shit, you know, like we're just, we're real, we're being our real selves, and we're talking about our real lives. And so for me, it was a podcast that I listened to in the beginning of my awakening of two people just having a real conversation about what's helped them and what they're going through and it made me feel so connected because it made me realize that there's someone out there that's just like me that goes through the same things that I go through has the same struggles the same doubts is interested in the same weird woo-woo stuff so I want to introduce this as a new series to the show called uh, Spiritual Talk and Erica will be a hopefully often guest that I get to have these beautiful conversations with and I know that you'll feel so connected with us and with spirit while we're having these conversations. How was your day? My day was much better than yesterday. I did not have a good day yesterday. I was uh, uh, not feeling good kind of had like a headache and stomach ache and then just felt really off all day the energy was off um it wasn't like a terrible terrible day but my energy was definitely off and I was super super stressed at work yeah but today was much better I'm glad how was your day it was wonderful I didn't really do a whole lot I was off today so my energy has been really really great lately yeah, like, I totally feel that. Like, I, I feel it, like for, like, the last couple of weeks, my energy has just been, like, really good. Really? Yeah. I don't know if my for that long. I don't know. Let's see. The retrograde ended yesterday. Correct? Um, I think it, I think it ends today. It might have ended yesterday. Okay. For some reason I was thinking Thursday I don't know why but um I don't know like mine's been really good this week I know like I've been vibrating extremely high this week but I, I can't even remember last week my memory has gotten so bad <laughs> I swear yeah like when I started feeling kind of like ill and stuff um it was like so it came as like such a shock to me <laughs> because I've been feeling so good lately like it's been it's definitely been like at least like a week or two um, without like any bad days, you know, and I'm like, man, this is awesome. And so when I, <laughs> when I didn't feel good yesterday, I was like, what is this crap? <laughs> I'm glad it didn't last too long though. Yeah, me too. Like I woke up feeling much more like my normal self. Um, I'm definitely saying it has to do with like maybe retrograde getting close to an end. I know sometimes that will mess up people like towards the end because it can get pretty intense. Yeah. So, Maybe it was just that. I don't know, but I'm feeling, I'm feeling really good today. Yeah. I think that, um, I've been doing a lot better about being just present all the time. So I think it's made me flow a little bit better to where 
that's why I'm blaming that I don't remember the last week before because I've just been present. So I've not thought too much about the past or the future. That's good though. It really is. I've had insanely like insane amounts of downloads in the last week or two. And so it's been, I think that's another reason that I'm vibrating so high though. Yeah, because you're channeling that energy. And so when you're channeling that energy, like it's literally like flowing through you, which means it's healing you. It's raising your vibration. It's making you feel good. And then you have to stay in that flow state to be able to continue that channel. So, you know, it's like a win-win. Yes. And my apophyllite crystal, I swear, has helped tremendously too. It's insane. Yes, I told you, like, I just felt so called to this crystal. Um, And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get one. And I just like focused on that. I was like, I have to get one. So I ordered me one and I ordered Miles one. Yes, I've ordered like three more since then. (laughs) Yes, and then I've got one in the orders. Like, I don't know when it's going to be ready, but the girl that I love, the um, one that makes the the jewelry, um, two hands, two feet. She told me that she had three of them and she was like, I'll send you pictures and you can tell me which one you want. And so I, oh, wow. I told her which one I wanted, but she hasn't messaged me in a while. I wonder if she got behind. I'm sorry about that. A car went flying by that was really loud. <laughs> um, um, but anyways, you said that she hasn't messaged you in a long time. So you don't know. Yeah, it's, I mean, she that told me she was going to make it, but she might have just got behind. Oh, it couldn't have been that long, though, right? Because when did you get your first one? I have no idea. It's been, I've had it for at least three weeks, maybe four. Okay, yeah, that may be right, because I did. I forgot I messed up one order, and then and then I've just kept ordering them since then. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this yes. is a problem. See, I got a different one from her, too, and what's funny is, like, I'm, I'm not normally like weird about my crystals. Like, I mean, obviously like I, I love them and I want them to be in certain places and I'm very weird about certain people touching certain ones, but I'm not like, I don't put mine in like little boxes and wrap them in velvet. Like mine are usually out on display. I'm constantly interacting with them and touching them, but I got this other crystal from her and I had no idea what it was. I just felt drawn to it as well when I was looking for the apophyllite. And I still have it in the box. I haven't even taken it out. And I'm like super excited because I feel like, I feel like I'm saving it for something, you know? Oh, that's insane. And I'm sure you'll know exactly what to get it out too. I know. And it, it's like, I'll, it's, I think it's Danburite is what I got. Um, and now I don't even remember like what its properties and stuff like that are. Cause obviously I looked it up when I found it. Um, but I don't even remember anymore. And so like, I'm like super excited to just know, have that intuitive feeling like when it's time to open it and I don't know, but I feel like it's going to bring me great things. Oh, this one's made me just like, I, I don't know if it's because I'm vibrating. It's made me speak my truth or whatever, but I'm like, just, I, it's been insane this whole entire week. I'm just floored. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean got them for the kids and I was just like I'm going crazy yeah and I was wondering if maybe it had something to do with um with Jupiter and Mars being in Aries because that's like okay so that's Mars is um the ruler of Aries and Aries is like all about you know going first and being a leader and taking action and just confidence and um just like that kind of mentality um they're definitely achievers and then Jupiter is all like our our growth and our progression our spiritual expansion um learning and just travel and like kind of like the fun you know beautiful things of spirituality and it's like now I feel like everyone's in this mode where they're putting those actions together and they are taking big steps and big actions when it comes to their spiritual growth, whether that's actually like starting a business or just having more confidence in your own abilities. Mm-hmm. Well, that's insane. I needed to stay that way. <laughs> I know. Like I'm excited. Like, I just feel like that 
is at least playing a part in it because I noticed a big shift when that started to approach like in my in my attitude Mm. oh I just wanted to stay that way because it has been amazing I've never been more excited (laughs) yeah like I think I could actually probably if I went back and looked at my calendar I could find out what day I noticed the big change because there was just one day a couple weeks ago and I probably already told you about it where I was just rocking it at work like I felt so confident yeah it was the day (laughs) it was the day that I told everybody about about my mom being a drug dealer (laughs) with a straight face yes okay gosh yes okay so at work new girl comes in it's her first day and I'm just in this mood like I'm so bubbly and not that I'm not like you know a nice bubbly person but it's like I kind of have some shields up at work a little bit and then we all have our moments you know when we're not our best selves but I just was feeling it like I felt so confident I felt like it's so aligned with like myself and expressing it and I was like dang, like my throat chakra is singing. And so I just told everybody in mid of our morning group where we're like telling each other what we've got on our plates today. I just say, yeah, my mom was a drug dealer when I was a kid. (laughs) (laughs) And it just goes really quiet. And they're like, well, it's uh, get to know Megan today, Christy. Have a a good day. but everybody loved it and then they thought I was joking and I was like no actually I wasn't joking so then I had to go deeper into the story obviously because you know that's that's something you definitely want to talk about at work right so <laughs> oh, totally you had to go deeper into it for sure and it yeah. Makes work. <laughs> yeah yeah and then oh and then to top it off I tell my husband about it like you know I tell Miles about it a week later and he thinks I'm lying too I'm like you're my yeah. husband and you didn't yeah. know this story no I know I cannot believe that like that's been a that's a huge story out of your life and I guess it's just like we've all been around each other and together for so long that we just I thought he knew too yeah I did too like I thought he was gonna laugh like you did because you were like you were like just rolling you thought it was great but he was like so when did you tell him that you were lying I was like dude dude, I'm not telling him I'm lying because I'm not and he sat there and was like yes you are you lying like no that's not the truth I'm like yes it is oh my gosh I had to go into then like the whole like deep story to get him to believe me oh my gosh I died when you told me that too because it was just I couldn't believe that he didn't know and then I could just imagine his face it makes it actually me that he did not know I know I know it's so funny but that's that's the day that I noticed my energy shift so I can go back and look at when that day was when she started but I want to say it was like May it was like May the 12th I mm-hmm. think, or the 13th, something like around those days. So if any of you people listen to astrology, you tell us what was going on around yeah. those days. <laughs> because that's how I went, and do you not find it odd that your new person there is Christy and my new place that I work with, my person is Christy? Um, that's yeah. a strange, uh, you'd call it a synchronicity or what, but it's, it's strange. I didn't think about that. Yeah, um, um, I, I noticed it the other day, but um, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't comment on it. <laughs> um, I just think that like mine happened around that same time. That's the day that I just, and then this week was even worse, but that's when I started like around that same time is when I started telling Christy pretty much everything about my life that I normally would hide, especially in a work environment. I mean, especially in a work environment. But then this week, I can't believe what I blurted out to Alyssa. So I'm just like, well, I have what? no feeling. What, what did you blurt? Oh, um, I told her that, well, she can't, she's not, I'm not a fan completely, um, but I'm cordial where we get along, but I had just, she kept talking to me and my stomach was killing me. I had eaten so much watermelon and then I, you know, I hooked up with one of my, um, um, 
friends inevitably like not completely but just kind of like huh but I just blurted it out to her and I've never told her anything like that and I told her I was bisexual and that's always been something I've hid and she was so floored and she was like no you're not I said yes I am and she was like no and I knew she's the biggest mouth, like biggest mouth person at our office. And I knew that she was going to run and tell everybody that I was by. And she sure enough did. And I was like, I'm not going to hide myself. Like, I'm just not. Yeah. Like, I'm just not you going should. to. When you hide like, who you are, you're saying that you have a reason to be ashamed. And truth be told, like you have nothing to be ashamed of and you're getting to a point where now you're starting to let go of those limiting beliefs that have told you for a long time that you did have something to be ashamed of. Yeah. Now I'm ashamed of who it was, but, um, cause she kind of was a stalker at one point in my life and I knew better than to let her stop by, <laughs> but it's okay. It's fine. I was just like, well, I'm not going to hide it though. And when I told her, she just was so floored. And I was like, I don't know if my stomach's churning from doing that or if it's churning from the watermelon. I was like, because neither one of them were good to me. I was like, but I was also proud of myself because I held that boundary. I realized it made my stomach turn and I went, oh, this isn't for me. And it was nothing against her. I just knew it was not my thing. I was like, yeah. oh, I can exchange energy with this person. It's not good for me. And I was just proud of myself for that. Yeah, I was like, you well. should be. I was like, well, but then I didn't hide it either. And I was like, oh, these are so many barriers that I've not broken in so long. Like I've always halfway done it. Like, and it was, it was such a big thing in my head. And I feel like it's been so much easier to just, and sure enough, I knew, like I said, she would tell everybody the whole office knew <laughs> by lunch. And that was what one girl said. Why did you tell her she was going to tell everybody? I said, does it really matter? Most of you already know anyways. Now, just the select few that didn't will. Yeah. And, and what's funny is, you know, if you pretty much lived anywhere other than we lived, it wouldn't even be that big of a damn deal. I know. It's insane. It should not be, but it is. I figured yeah. that she would follow up with more questions, but it didn't happen. I figured that it really freaked her out. I mean, to watch her face as she took off running hold up I have a question for you yeah so this hookup happened this past weekend yeah but it wasn't a hookup I stopped it prior to but but that almost hookup yes but there was a little bit of energy exchange mm. just like a little bit I guess you could say possibly but not really I'm just saying it could correlate uh, with uh, whatever uh, kind of stomach problems you've been having. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's what I was saying. No, that's what I was saying completely. I said, I don't know if it was that or the watermelon. I think it was that. I think it's very possible because now that I've had time to clear that energy and I've really grounded, I'm fine. Yeah, that got your system messed up. And honestly, that's probably why you pulled away so easily because you've you're just so in tune with yourself now and you just yeah. knew it wasn't like like you just you were able to, to assess it easier than what would have been in like the past yes yes because you're much. vibrating so high yes that's true because I just couldn't Yeah, good but for you. It's just, and I, I've just never been that, that open and that just, 
even telling them about my spirituality at work, that has been something I've always, I don't know, I guess I had that whole stigma, keep religion out of it. So I just kept my beliefs out of it. It was something controversial that you didn't want to have that conversation with people and disagreement. And this week, one of the girls who hasn't been working there because she was on medical leave returned and she is a very, very devoted Christian. And they were all very concerned about me working with her. And I kept telling them, I was like, no, I, I can work with anybody, like anybody. It doesn't matter. They were just so shocked because even she had questions about my crystals and they weren't judgmental questions. You could tell that they were very genuine, like wanting to know. Mm-hmm. And normally I would shy away from that and not even bring it up. And when one of my coworkers brought it up, you know, like around her, I would have kind of tried to defer the conversation to somewhere else. But I noticed this time I was just a lot more confident and I was like, yeah, you know, this one does this. And I just went into telling her about it and she wanted to know about her horoscope. And I just thought that it was so different to the way that I used to be. And so I just, I guess now, like I can look back and see that my spiritual growth has changed because, you know, for a while I was very adamant that it was just not changed. I was stuck. I was not going anywhere. I didn't know what to do. And so now I'm like, oh no, I have broken free from that. Like I can see the change. I had to go through that to get to this point. Yeah. What I had not. I don't know that, you know, I, I don't know that I would have gotten to this point. It, it literally has pushed me to where I'm at. Yeah. And we just, we honestly were afraid most of the time because our parents were afraid and because their parents were afraid of being different. Yes. And yes. so we just try to follow the, the herd instead. And we just do what we think we're supposed to. We agree with what we think we're supposed to agree with because we're afraid of being rejected and of being abandoned because we know that technically we need love and we need a tribe to survive. But we let it basically turn us into fake monsters. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't tell you how many times growing up, I was told as a child, why can't you just do things this way? Or why do you have to be so difficult? Or why do you have to march to the beat of your own drum? And I, it started as I got older, I wanted to be accepted. So I started thinking to myself and I would, I would almost, I think I just turned those things off. I was like, well, why do I want to do that? Maybe I am rebellious. Maybe that's just me and I'm ridiculous and I should just listen. And so, you know, for the longest, I even um, portrayed as a homophobic person, I would say, like, I'm not ashamed to admit my, you know, my past. And I would try to conform myself to my parents' beliefs, even though I didn't have those beliefs. I did the same thing with my husband and his race. I mean, it was not taught to me that those things were okay I literally had to just do them and tell myself it was okay and I've always 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 tried to go along with that in the last few years I've just I've broken free from it and I guess I thought that a lot of people would really flip out but it's been very shocking to see that a lot of people have been very accepting so I always try to encourage somebody if they don't think that they'll be accepted. You'll be surprised at how many will. And once you get so comfortable, you don't matter the ones who don't. Exactly. You know, like when we feel like we have to conform, that we have to act a different way to make someone else love us or make someone else happy. And this can be like super big, you know, like lying about your sexuality, lying about big things, but this could also be small things too. Like Um, not speaking up when they say something that you find inappropriate or that you find offensive and you just laughing it off or shrugging or, or looking the other way, you know, like, no, you shouldn't go around causing fights with your family. But if you are feeling like you can't be yourself and express who you are, then there's something, there's some limiting belief and some block that you're holding on to within your subconscious that is still telling you, you can't be who you are. Yes. Yes. And you have to, you have to heal that and it just takes time. But I've noticed that 
with me and my journey and with you on your journey, you know, it's baby steps, you know, like you start saying no, you know, maybe once or twice more than what you would have. And then the next thing, you know, you've got clear boundaries, you know, like it starts off small, like little seeds here and there, but then it grows. And as you grow, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yes, it really does. The more uh, it's, you do not, you will not victimize yourself near as much either. Like you'll start to look at things totally different. And that's what I, you know, I tried to explain to somebody at work this week. They were talking about some, one of the people that I didn't like upsetting me and making me mad. And I said, you'll see me get upset to an extent. I said, but I'm not going to give anyone the power to get me just that shook up. Like I will just take myself from the equation at that point like I'm not I'm not doing that this is work yes not this is not my life this is not my you know I'm I have a good career I feel but that is not my passion and I'm just not giving someone that access to me but that took a long time to It's not an overnight thing. And that's why I tell people it's like you said, you start off so small and it will, it will grow over time. You will start doing it more and more. You even have to set boundaries with your kids. That was my, that was one of my biggest things. Yes. And I like, I like what you said about like, you know, you're not going to let someone get at you like that. Like you're, you're not going to let it get to that point because it's not like worth your energy and you know, it's like not good for you. I noticed that like when I started doing that as well, instead of me getting so angry that I'm just like, what I'm just, you know, internally shouting, like, what is wrong with you? Now it's like, I have gone beyond that. And I'm asking what is wrong with me? Yes. Because I'm like, what is wrong with me that is making what you're doing anger me that much? Because nothing, nothing deserves that energy from me, nothing. And so it's like, what do I need to check? in myself to get over that because you know I'm not uh uh-uh no I'm not messing with that yes and that's I I do the same thing I evaluate what what is you know really going on internally with me that's made me get so triggered by whatever it is that they're doing and I'm not going to say that every single time I am the problem but a lot of times I can figure out a problem that I have that is resulting there I would say mm-hmm. more often than not, a lot of times I find something that I can work on myself that can help alleviate that problem. Yes, yes. And even if I can't pinpoint what it is, like I can't pinpoint like that deeply rooted wound or, you know, like the shadow work side of it, I still will like basically put myself in timeout. And like I'll tell Miles, I'm like, look, I'm super irritated, I'm angry, but. I don't want to be so just let me like simmer so that I can get over this yes I have done that many times too I just go to my room so many times lately especially with my girls when they start arguing and I just think I can't handle this I used to try to help them figure it out um my middle one in particular she will test me every time she walks (laughs) off talking to her and it drives me insane But a lot of times I've got where I just, and I have firmly, you know, I know I've also firmly stated my boundaries. Like they love to do things to me. Like I'm leaving at 11 o'clock. They've known all day I'm leaving at 11 o'clock, but at 11.01, when I'm walking down to the car, they're like, Hey, I want to go. And I normally stop what I'm doing. And I run late a lot of times because I, I mean, I'm a procrastinator. So I'm not saying that's why I always run late. Let me put that disclaimer there, but a lot of times when it happens and it's that type of situation, I'll stop whatever it is and I will help them. But I've gotten a lot better lately. I'm just like, nope, you weren't ready in time. I'm sorry. I have to go. And that's been huge because I used to never do that kind of stuff. Yeah. That is like, oh my gosh, that is so big for you. Yes. Like it is huge. You know me like it is. I've just, I've had to, and I've had to allow them to just, me get onto them and normally after I get onto them and they get upset I'll try to talk to them afterwards and calm it down now just they want to get mad I'm like well you just you'll have to get mad it'll be okay but 
I can't argue anymore. Yes. You better be like so proud of yourself because that really is like just a big, big improvement with you. I would say like, obviously we all have boundary issues, especially, you know, people like me and you that have gone through, um, you know, codependent parents and all that kind of stuff. Um, But like you with your kids was one that, you know, was one of your biggest for sure. Yes. Oh Lord. Yes. Even the, um, like allowing them to talk back and as far as me not really holding I've never I've, I just said that earlier to somebody I was like I've never followed through with punishment a lot of times like I would just drop the ball but I can see like end results of how they act out and stuff and I'm like I've started just holding them accountable for all that I used to never make them pick up and I'm constantly now just come and get this up like I'm gonna run you ragged because I can't pick up after all of you like I I just can't do it there's five people in the house (laughs) yes and it feels so good when you start like taking your energy back because that's really what you're doing you know like your energy was was spent and it was was spent in all of these ways that you didn't want to be spending it like you don't want to go home and have to pick up after a bunch of people you know like obviously there's some things that we have to spend our energy on that we just don't have a choice um but for the most part you better be very selective about how you're spending your energy because that's gonna dictate how you feel and everything going on around you and that's probably one of the reasons why you've been vibrating so high too Yes. Did you, you know, they even washed the dishes the other night. Like dishes. Yeah. Without me asking or anything. I was like, Oh, this is totally new. I didn't even know they knew how to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Job was a little shifty, but I appreciated the work. Yeah. Yeah. I've had those moments with, uh, with my youngest she um she used to love doing stuff like that like she would she knows at even at a young age she's known what my love language is and it's acts of service and so she would spoil me and clean like the entire house and I'd come home and the whole house would be clean oh has she stopped doing it now yeah she hasn't done it in a while um I'll say her and her friend did it one day this week but they didn't um they they did a good a good job but um, they didn't do the best job as, as what she would have done in the past. <laughs> but they, they did a good job and it was really sweet. Yes, that was, that was them washing dishes. I know when they were younger, they liked helping because they liked playing in the sides, but um, they did pretty good. So, What's your love language? Oh gosh, I don't even know. Really? No. No, it's probably acts of service as well, though. I would have to say. Like somebody doing something for you? Yes. Like if Josh brings me a latte in the morning, I feel very loved. Is it the material, though, or is it the act of him doing it? No, it's the act of him doing it. If he'll call and pay a bill, God, I love that. It's amazing. It's better than having sex. Oh my gosh, why doesn't he do acts of service more? That's such an easy one to do. I don't know, but he doesn't. And if he ever listens to this, he better know it. <laughs> oh my gosh, like that's mine, right? And so why do you think Miles does everything that he does? I know, right? It's okay. not just because he necessarily wants to, but it's because he's got me figured out. Like he knows that that's my love language. So he will purposefully go out of his way to do things for me because he knows that that's what makes me feel loved. I know. I know. I'm telling you. That's, that's but sometimes I forget how uh, how he needs to be loved because yeah. it's the opposite of mine. <laughs> what is his? Um, his is he he has two that are pretty strong, and um, it's um, words um of affirmation and touch. Huh. I can see that. Yeah, he really likes, he really digs like compliments and um, just like saying nice things. 
um, about about each other, about him or whatever, if that makes him feel good. And then he likes to like hold hands and to hug and that kind yes. of stuff. Yes, no, I totally see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? there's a quiz. You can take a quiz online if you don't know what your love language is. I think there's like five of them. I'll have to go take it and see, but I'm pretty sure mine is acts of service. Yeah, there's there's words of affirmation, acts of service, like um, touch, so like any kind of intimate touch, um, materialistic, so like, I forgot the way that they worded it. It's like basically like uh, gifts, gifts, yeah, that's how they worded it. And there's one more. I like giving gifts. I like receiving them as much. I mean, I do. Because, like, I got, did you see my necklace I got this week? Um, I don't think so. A girl at work got me a penis necklace. It's a silver penis necklace because I have balls. <laughs> because I have balls of steel. Oh, my gosh. So, because apparently... They're just amazed that I have spoken my truth because there's just never been anyone like me, of course. Um, yeah. So I thought that the necklace was fitting. I told her it felt like a trophy. Yes. I love it. And I have to say, every gift that you and Josh have got me in the last year that's been a spiritual type gift those have all been great. So I've enjoyed those. But most of the time I get very awkward when someone gives me a gift. <laughs> yeah. The other one is the other one is my other is my other love language. I'm such a moron. It's quality time. Oh, yes. Now that's one of mine. I do enjoy that. So we both have the same love language. Yes. Maybe it's why we get along so well though. I bet Miles and Josh have the same ones too. I bet they do. Because I know one of Josh's is touch. Yes, it is. And I bet the other, yeah, the other one would be words of affirmation. Yes, yes. he likes compliments. Yes, uh, oh my gosh. With their Gemini oh, selves. I know, that's so weird. Uh, it's really funny. Uh, when we were talking astrology at work, I just told somebody, I was like, my husband and I are like two of the least compatible signs. And they were like, really? I was like, yeah, we are not compatible. I said, even I, I was comparing, you know, just star charts and stuff. Like, we're really not compatible. You really are. Like, it's bad. Yeah. It's like, it's like y'all are like the worst, like the worst combo ever. Yes. Period. Now we have made it almost 15 years this year. Sometimes I'm amazed. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting to say the least. I think that you both have like, obviously like your relationships are supposed to be a direct reflection of like, you know, your growth and stuff. And so it's really interesting because it's like you two could probably grow and learn so much from each other if you just kind of like applied it. Yes. I think that we're honestly doing a lot better. Like I have to say, he's doing a lot for me now like acts of service and we've done a lot better as far as spending time together um mm-hmm. we have a lot of meditations together lately but we've definitely been a lot more spiritual together and that's been mm-hmm. really really nice but like even tonight for me to do this episode he is doing dinner dealing with all the kids all of that just because I told him I said hey I need your help tonight and I also normally would not do that either I was like I need your help tonight I need you to do dinner because I'm going to be doing a podcast episode and he was like okay and so yes he has been doing so much better like I noticed it um it's probably been like it's probably started honestly probably several months ago but it's like been slowly getting better and better and mm-hmm. it's because he was in a funk for like yeah. a while like me and you yeah. talked ever about like how hit- his energy was off yes it, ever since he hit his head he was so down after that 
which I mean, I really can see why. And there's probably no telling what all that affected to begin with. Um, but then, I mean, even, I guess, really, I hate saying it, but the passing of my dad, I guess, affected him in a lot of ways. And I didn't really, I was going through it at the time. So I just didn't realize how much he was. And mm-hmm. I didn't know that it, you know, there were certain things that I didn't realize he blamed himself for. I was unaware. I just didn't see it. And I, now looking back, it's like, how did you not see that? But I just didn't realize how much he blamed himself for certain things. Yeah. I mean, you, you both were grieving a lot and I think that, you know, it makes sense why you wouldn't have seen it because you were just, you were just too much into your own grief to really be observant like that. Yes. I was focused on me and my mom. That's what I was focused on. That's where all my attention went to. I didn't realize the kids or him. Mm -hmm. So it just, yeah, he was in a really bad funk and I I was too. But like I said, I, at the end of the day, it's been crazy, but I've grown a lot through it. So, yeah, I'm glad that he's finally like starting to be more like himself though, because he's just been really off and, uh, it's just been sad because like I could also tell like he didn't want to be off you know like I could tell like he knew he was but like there wasn't anything he could do like he was just in it and I could tell like he felt so like like bad about it because he didn't want to but I mean it just we all sometimes just really need those moments because when we come out of them, that's when there's like so much growth and transformation because we've been hibernating, you know, we've been like sleeping and just feeling all of these hard, raw emotions. But when we're able to start coming out of that cave, we literally are like turning into another person because we're shedding layers. Yes. We're the beautiful butterfly when we come out. Yes. And so Josh has been, he's coming out like he's for real. Like he's, he's getting, he's getting there. He's just got to stay on it. I literally visualize a colorful butterfly right now with his face on it. Yes. Go in there whenever you see him later and tell him, go up to him and say, who are you? (laughs) he'll be like what the hell you're like you're the caterpillar you're gonna turn into a butterfly josh oh my gosh he's gonna pick up yes <laughs> you can just tell him i did it oh that's even better okay so you're gonna go up to him and be like megan had a vision about you and you're gonna get all serious and you're like josh this is serious <laughs> and then you can tell him <laughs> that i said he's a caterpillar about to turn into a butterfly oh he will love it and got me crazy afterwards <laughs> it'll be so great so grand um, yes but it really has been amazing to see and I would I don't know like I just I'm glad that he is finally branching out and like you said it's been he didn't want to be that way he was so he tried like he actually tried which I guess it did easier, but I try to tell him many times he didn't have to keep trying so hard. Like I knew, I just, I knew, and I knew it would pass. There were times where I, of course I got frustrated, but I knew it would pass. I'll have to tell him that you said that though, that he was a beautiful butterfly and you guys will need to mm-hmm. perform your song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. He is a beautiful butterfly. Uh, did you want to talk about any of your channeling? Um, my channeling that I've had recently? Sure. Okay, so. Uh, if you want to. Of course, yes. It was exciting. Um, yeah. And it has been since I, and it could have nothing to do with it, but I did feel very strongly that it did. My apophyllite crystal well, I'm positive it did. It definitely had something to do with it. Um, I was driving down the road and it was just out of the blue. I had a complete download, like so much of one that it is totally unsafe and no one should ever do it. But I got out my phone and I hit the little record thing and I started like 
saying exactly what it was that someone else needed to hear. And then as soon as I got the download, it was almost like it was almost it was pictures like I could see the words. And as soon as I got it and I could almost hear it, even I was like, that was Archangel Michael. And I just got this download. And at first I tried to like, oh, no, it could have been. That's just something that was in your head. And then I was like, no, no, it wasn't. It, that's exactly what it was. And I told the person and it literally lined up exactly with what was coming next in her life. And she needed it in that moment. And it helped so much. And it was just, it was mind blowing. But I have been so much stronger with all of my abilities to be able to see those kind of things. And I was so glad that you pointed out that most of my stuff is visual. Like, just like a minute ago, I, I saw Josh as a beautiful butterfly, but like, I really take that as so much more than just like the joke behind it. Mm -hmm. I can, it was just, it was insane. And now I'm glad that I could see that it was, I used visual aid. Like that is just yeah, part of, yeah. you know, it's, it's a strong ability. And so now that I know that it has helped a lot and I've really been able to just, even meditating is now different. Like I visualize so much through it yeah. that I feel like I'm able to see so much more. Um, to the point that even at night, like last night, I felt like I was in different dimensions at different times. Like it was just, it was insane. And things were so much more visual. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like sometimes like all it takes is one person to say something or point something out to us that we weren't aware of. And then it's like, everything changes and you're like, I've got this, like I have been doing this. It's like when you receive validation for the first time or when someone tells you something that just clicks, like with you finding out that you are actually a clairvoyant and you're not going to hear messages all the time. It's going to be more about what you see. And the, yeah. sometimes there will be, you know, clairaudience with it, or sometimes there'll be clairsentience with it. But for the most part, you're going to be clairvoyant and you're going to see things. And so that just brought so much awareness to, you know, to you being like, oh crap, well, I actually see things all the time. And then you start mm -hmm. putting it together. Yes. Yes. It's, it's crazy. What was it that you pointed out that made you realize that I used visual aids and you said that you really enjoy, um, visual meditations, like where you get to like really, really describe like what it looks like in your head and like really really visualize oh, yeah. it you said that you like doing those kind of um guided meditations but you do better if you know like what something looks like looks like and that's how you manifest um yeah and so I was like well then that's probably how you're going to receive your downloads and when you connect to spirit it's going to be visual because that's what you're that's what you enjoy that's what you like try to use in your life Yes, that's how I manifested my house. Like, I swear, it's insane. And it's like, after I did that, though, it's, I didn't know that that's what I was doing at the time. And so after it was over and done with, I had such a hard time. And I didn't realize that why I had such a hard time, like what energy I put into it, and how I was able to actually manifest it by seeing it, feeling it, knowing what it was like and putting it really into play. Mm -hmm. yeah so like when you connect to spirit it's like all of those senses can be put into action so you know most people they have most, I mean everyone has the clairs like everybody has them it's just you know each person is more you know inclined or better at certain ones or a certain one and then some people just need more practice with it because they're just not naturally in intuitive or naturally into their gifts they've probably shut them off they've probably got blocks but they have them and they're just as strong as anyone's like nobody's gifts are better than the others some are just more in tune with them and yeah like you being in tune with clairvoyance makes a lot of sense now like you said you heard it too so you probably also have clairaudience I know that you have clairsentience like yes. without a doubt um, and I think that you definitely have claircognizance as well. Yeah. Like as, as like the ones that you don't have to work hard 
torts, you know, like those are like the ones that you could probably use pretty easily. Yeah. Um, the ones I forgot, I always forget what they're called. They're like Claire Gustin's and I do not know what that is. Something else, but it's, um, smell and taste. Okay. So like if you are doing a, a reading or you're just talking to someone and all of a sudden, like you taste pizza and you're like, are you going to eat pizza later? And they're like, yeah, how did you know? You know, that could be, uh, the one with the taste and then smell. I do occasionally, I usually smell like cigarettes and stuff because that's, that's how, uh, my mom and my dad smelled. So, um, and then when, when Luther passed, we all would smell smoke around, um, even Marcus did. So, yeah. Yeah. See, now I've, I have smell for sure without a doubt. There's certain smells that can take me back to somewhere. Oh gosh. Yeah. I love and those I, kind of smells. Like I yeah. love the smell of summer. Yes. <laughs> you know, like that was summer, a summer night, like that has a smell. Like you can't tell me that summer nights don't have a smell. It does have a smell. And see, I always do. I think that that's part of why summer is one of my favorite seasons is because my summers were always the best part of my childhood. That's when I would go stay with my dad for the summer. And they were always amazing. It was late nights by the pool and eating watermelon. And so, yes, like I go outside at night during the summer and it's, it takes me back to those moments. It's amazing. And I despise the winter. So <laughs> go figure. yeah it's crazy it really is like I love the way fall smells because yeah. I love Halloween like, so much like yeah uh, yeah that's great those are great and I've I heard like mediums and stuff tell stories about like how they could smell like pizza or something like that and um then like know that that person, you know, was going to have pizza or they were like going to Italy or something. I'm like, that is so cool. Oh, that really is that, that kind of stuff really intrigues me that you've been doing. Like, I just find that mind blowing and you've had so many, so many affirmations through it. And I really have just, I'm floored. I am too. Like, I'm like, I'm floored, but I'm also like just so grateful and thankful that I found it because, you know, like there's other things that I'm interested in and other things that I've done. Like, obviously I'm really interested in the podcast and I love um, talking to people about spiritual stuff. Like I just love it. It lights me up. Um, but I've also got my Reiki certification and I'm going to get my level two in October. So I've got other interests, but like mediumship goes way back for me. Like I've yes. always been interested in this stuff um, since I was like young, young. Like I was always interested in paranormal stuff and spooky stuff and mediums and psychics. And it's like the older I got, the more I became disconnected with that. Mm -hmm. And it didn't come back to me until I had my Reiki healing. And she mentioned that she could feel like, like death, but like, like in a, like a connection to death, but also like a healing kind of energy in my crown or yeah, it was either in my crown or no, it was in my third eye. Yeah. And she asked if I was like a healthcare worker and I was like, no. Um, and she was like, I just see you like maybe working with the death, like people close to the close to death. Like she wasn't putting medium in it and I didn't go there. Like, cause my mom had such a block around it. Like, yes, like, no, I, I'm not, in, I'm not. Yeah. I was like, I'm not interested in, in taking people. care of old people, no. you know, like, I'm like, I'm sorry, but old people make me feel uncomfortable. And she's like, oh, well, I guess not that then. And I'm like, it's just like, I can tell that they're close to death and I like absorb that. And it just like makes me have this uncomfortable feeling. I, I think that honestly, if I was around someone close to death now, it probably wouldn't bother me as much because I know how to regulate my energy more and stuff, but it just gives me like an uncomfortable feeling. And so I was like, yeah, I don't know where that's coming from. Maybe it's just like Reiki healing. Maybe that's the kind of healing I can do. And um, it was like, what, like two months later when it finally hit me that it, it could be mediumship. 
Yes. And you were like, oh, I could help with like people who are dead and yeah, people, like help them communicate. Yes. And it just, and then it started clicking and I was too, because I was the same way that you were. I was like, no, I know that old people, that's, that's something that really freaks her out. And I was like, boy, she's going to have a huge shift to get to that point. Right. <laughs> Which I did. Yeah. Like it, impossible I just I was like there's gonna be a huge shift coming yeah I was like um is this reading for Erica because she's the one that likes the old people <laughs> oh old people. I don't know what it is that just soft spot I'm like oh come here let me love you but yeah and so like it's like since I started because it started off slow you know like I was just interested like I started playing with the idea but then I became drawn more and more to like, you know, to mediums on social media. And I started listening to more like podcasts for mediums and stuff like that. And I was just slowly introducing it like back into my awareness. Yeah. And the more I did that, it was like the more it grew and it, it was like, it was growing with me and it kept pushing me to do it. And so I took that course, which was extremely validating for me because I had never done anything like that like I had done readings you know on accident by like when I was channeling for people but like I hadn't done like anything trying to connect to someone's loved one other than like my own and like my guides and stuff and so the first time when I did it and I got like 75% of what I wrote down right I was like floored Mm -hmm. like this is real you had never intentionally done it like that. And so I was even, I mean, hearing you tell me about it, it's made me want to do it because I'm like, okay, that's just insane. And it's amazing. Yes, it is. It's like so validating and I'm just so grateful and like thankful to have all of these validations because um, a lot of times, like there are going to be times where you're not validated. And there's definitely going to be things that you say in a lot of your, your ratings that aren't right because your interpretation of them is not correct all the time. And sometimes you just, you know, you really have to develop that language with spirit, with your own symbols and your own frame of reference. And until you have that, it, it can be, your readings can be a little, a little foggy. Um, That doesn't mean that they're not accurate. It just means some of the things may take more, you know, more questions and more digging. And then some things you just won't come to a conclusion with, but it's just like, there's things that you would have never been able to just guess or randomly make up. And you think that you did, you're like, there's no way that movies and popcorn make sense to this person. And then they're like, that's where I was when they were, when they died, you know, you're like, okay, well, wow. And if you're like me, who's overthinking, that's where you have to get that blockage out where you're like doubting everything that you see, because then you're like, I don't want to say that. And I'm sure that that's how you were. You're like, okay, but I'm just going to go with it. Yes. Yes. And it made like, honestly, it made me realize just how much spirit is truly trying to communicate with us. Because to be honest with you, it's easy. Yeah. Mediumship, mediumship is easy. Like it really truly is. The problem is, is that we make it hard because we second guess and doubt what is coming through. But spirit always shows up. Like spirit is always there when you try to tune in. It's just the messages. Sometimes they're just super simple. Like literally, sometimes it's just you feeling like, you know, you need to give yourself a pat on the back because you had, you did a good job today. You're like, oh, thanks. That's probably spirit popping in. Like, come on, give yourself a pat on the back. Like it's yep. that easy. But we just have so many limiting beliefs and blockages that we put up. And that's where we have to, you know, in our inner self over there, second guessing ourselves. I didn't, that's not what it was. And starting to overthink, I guess that's where we have to get past that. And that took me a while to get past. And I still have a lot of that up. 
Mm-hmm. I still have a lot of it up. I mean, just the other day in one of my in one of my readings, um, I thought bike, and I, I didn't say it because I felt like it was just stupid. I was like, of course, I'm going to say that he seems like a big, tough guy, but he's actually a big teddy bear, and then think of a bike, you know? Like, that's how my, my brain discredited that download. Yeah. And he actually was on a bike when it happened. And you didn't say until it was later on, right? Right. Yeah. I didn't say it. And I mean, I got some of the, some of the details, right. But like, I didn't say the bike. And when she gave me the full validation, she's told me about the bike. And I was like, man, I should have said it. I should have said it. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. That's, um, that's honestly how easy it is. Like, I feel like I'm just having a bunch of random ass thoughts. And I'm like, okay, they gave me pizza, a dog, and you're doing a good job. You know, like it literally comes in like that. It's like little drops of information. And so sometimes like when you're seeding through that, you'll go ahead and you'll like let some of them fall instead of retaining them. Um, But that's also why like if you watch mediums, like that's something that I've been really interested in lately. So I'll go on YouTube and I'll like, look at watch mediums give readings and stuff and my favorite is John Edwards but like they talk really fast like they do and it's not because it's a gimmick it's not because they're trying to like slip in words and then get you to tell them what they want you to say like they just that's how the downloads come in it's like just drops of information as long as they can keep that connection and then the connection separates a little bit and then they tune back in and then it's connected again And so you're getting all this information and then it stops. And that's why like writing is really good. Like if you start trying to like journal while you're meditating, you'll be able to go back and read all those downloads and they may not make sense when they're coming out, but sometimes you can piece them together afterwards. Yeah. And you've what you've watched them on like YouTube do this, like on their as far as the mediums and stuff doing that. And who was it that you said? I favorite? like John Edward. I like John Edwards. Okay. He's my favorite, like on YouTube that I watch. I watched a, a few, like just I don't know, some of the ones that are popular, like on TV. And John yeah. Edwards is one that I came across and I just really liked. I liked his vibe and I liked the way that he did did readings but um uh, on my podcast I listen to the Squamish medium okay and she does yeah like she does some readings on there um like she's got a few on there but most of hers is just about like other stuff like development and growth and stuff um so I'm trying to find more mediums that I would enjoy watching like do readings but for right now it's just kind of picking who's on YouTube that pops up when I search it yeah I know I really liked the girl that was on Goop really I can't remember her name mm-hmm. yeah I really like her um I can't remember her name right now hmm. y'all have to go check out some of those yeah he's got some good ones it's very interesting and that's how I feel I feel like I probably get way more downloads than I realize just because I'm not being aware the more present that I've been the more aware I've been but I feel like sometimes I miss those oh yeah absolutely or I second guess them Mm -hmm. we all do and it just comes with like we've got to learn to kind of put that trust back in ourselves you know Of course. I'm working on it. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Me too. We should just like host some like mini spirit circle parties and like try to do readings on each other. Yes, we really do have to because like I said, I have that one coworker who, I mean, she would love it. And I mean, her energy is just great. Today I met her at the library And this lady was just flopping her dress across the street while she was coming back towards us. People were just looking at her. She did not care. She's like the most Mm open-minded 
I mean, she's just, she is so real. And I just love that because it's kind of hard to find in our area, especially where I'm at. Yeah. It is. And she's just, yes. And I think that the energy is just so amazing, like in groups and ceremonies. Oh, yes. Yeah. We need to get, we need to plan this for real. Like we need to pick at least like, preferably at least like two or three other people. Um, Yeah. Even one would be okay, but I would prefer like two or three and we can just get together and go do something out in the woods and we can have cacao and howl at the moon. Yes, I agree. We need to just set a date. Yes, let's do it. We'll do it in, we'll do it in May. Oh no, in May. (laughs) We'll do it in June, like towards the end on one of Josh's work days. Yes. Oh, do we can do it on the 18th. Oh, that'd be awesome. Because yeah. I, awesome. I think Miles might go out that night for his birthday. Oh, yes. That's wonderful. So then he would have plans too. And we can do our group circle. Yes. And how at the moon. Yes. Agreed. Be so much fun. Yes. Guys, you should definitely go have your own how at the moon circle yes and then let us know how it goes because there's so much to be said about energy with a whole entire group Mm -hmm. yes it's very powerful for sure Mm -hmm. especially with the right group yes as long as you're free and loving you're normally good Mm-hmm. plus you're just you know when you add in all of those other elements too like the ceremonial music and if you do like cacao or hape or something and you just really like make everyone be present everybody's yeah. going to get on the right wavelength yes and raise their vibration it's beautiful mm-hmm. we're going to do it and the 18th, if we do it on the 18th, that's really close to the summer solstice. So we will have that energy as well. It'd be great. We have to. Yay. I'm excited. Me too. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you love. And it would mean so much to me if you could rate, review, and subscribe so that the podcast can reach and assist more people. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love.